Welcome to the Weight Inclusive Innovators Podcast. My name's Hannah Turnbull. And I'm Morgan Sinclair. We're two non-diet dietitians, entrepreneurs, and Enneagram 7s here to talk shop about the business side of things. From managing a team of clinicians, to building a cohesive brand, to figuring out how the heck to pay yourself, we get deep down in it talking about what it actually takes to start, run, and grow your weight-inclusive business. The good and the messy. We know your degree didn't include any business classes, at least not any applicable to what you're doing now as an entrepreneur. This is why we are on a mission to bring business education to other weight-inclusive clinicians. Say sayonara to all the hours spent on Google and hello to information that is actually relevant. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, on today's mini-sode, we're going to be chatting about three ways to keep tabs on your business finances. This is one of our favorite things to talk about. We know business finances can be super intimidating and overwhelming, which for a lot of people leads to avoidance. I can't tell you how many people don't look at their numbers. No shame in it. We get it. And don't do it. Don't be avoidant. We're going to dive into three different pieces of your business to keep tabs on for money management. Yes, we are. Before we dive into those three, though, because I think this is important leading into this conversation, I have a question for you. Let's hear it. How often do you look at your business finances? So for me, it goes in waves. Any entrepreneur will know it's interesting because when you're the business owner, it's really hard to separate personal and business, even though like literally please have them separated. Don't be paying your employees out of your personal account unless it's like an an emergency. But then even with that personal account, move it into your business account and pay them from there. So first tip, have those things separated. But to get back to your question, I'm neurotic. (laughs) In different phases, um, when I'm in a growth phase, I literally look at it every day (gasps) because things can get tight when you're in growth. And so I just want to make sure because of the way I have my banking system set up and everything, I have like six different bank accounts. We'll talk about it more, but I want to make sure I'm not overdrawing or like some bill I wasn't expected coming out or anything like that. So TLDR, I'm neurotic as fuck. Don't be like me and stock your business bank account. I'm going to say TLDR, don't be like me and only check it every two to three weeks. It's bad. I know. I know. It's it's gotten better. But there was for the first year of business, I was so scared to look at it. I just avoided it. We're, we've gotten better. I now have a system in place for it to check it every Sunday, Sunday nights, my morning routine or my evening routine to go into the week, but for a while. So if you're like, if, if you're avoidant too, like we, I get it. I so get it because it can be very scary to look at. 100%. Yes. And sorry, I pulled a face at you, Morgan. (laughs) I I think it's funny that we're polar opposite. Um, We definitely think find the sweet spot. I love a weekly money meeting. And that's definitely where I want to get back to because sometimes I'll use looking at my finances as a way to procrastinate as well. So that's part of the checking every day. Yeah. And so we'll use that as our as our segue into our three ways to keep tabs on your business finances. The first one is having some system in place that works for you to keep track of the money coming in and the money going out. Recommendations for us would be having a spreadsheet that you use just to track, you know, red numbers for money that you're spending, black numbers for money that are coming in. 
Another option is to set up a QuickBooks account. And that's something that you can track yourself if you just need a system that you can link to your bank account and it can sort most of that for you. The third is hiring a bookkeeper to track all of your expenses coming in and out. It's really nice because they can also give you like your income statements and your balance sheets at the end of the month. And the fourth is to have a spreadsheet set up that is in the profit first type method, which is a book and a framework that both Hannah and I use for our businesses. Do you want to give a TLDR on profit first? I would love to. TLDR, which if we've said that enough times now, it means too long, don't read. It's a short, concise version of what we're trying to say. Profit first separates the money coming into your business into different categories that you have percentages on based on your individual spending type of business, things like that. There's operating expenses, which is the money that you need to make your to run your business. There is owner's draw, which is how much you're paying yourself and employees. There's taxes and there's profits. And so you crunch percentages based on what your usual spending pieces are, how much money you want to make, how much you feel comfortable setting aside for profit. And everything that comes in gets put into one of those categories. We love money buckets. And that's essentially what the system allows you to do. And a little spoiler, we do plan to do a profit first workshop at our conference in the fall. So if you are overwhelmed or confused or want to learn more about profit first, we will be going over it there. So number two is credit cards. This is a really loaded topic for some people. And I just want to hold space for that and honor it. That credit cards, it's one of those things that it's either really good or really bad. So the way that I use credit cards is I use it like a debit card. I don't spend beyond my means. I put bills on there that I can. And one of the main perks of credit cards is to get those sweet, sweet credit card points, which allow you to travel or get free money back. Morgan, what's your experience with credit cards? I have personal credit cards, but I do not have any credit cards for my business. Just being in the first year, having such inconsistent income, I didn't want to get myself in trouble with a business credit card. And so I opted to just not have one. Something I'm open to in the future, but that would have been an added stressor for me in my first year of business uh, that I didn't want to open that can of worms. Absolutely. And that makes sense. We wanted to share both of our experiences with that. Totally makes sense. Um, especially you have to think about the scale of your business as well. So as a group practice or as my business coaching, like I have more expenses and things that can go on a credit card to make it worth it. And again, just use it like a debit card only doing credit card for those points and to build credit. But if you don't really have a lot of overhead, there may not be, it may not be beneficial for you. So TLDR for credit cards, only get it if it makes sense, not worth going into debt just to get points, but also pay it off every month in full if you can. I One quick note before we go on to the third one. I love that you brought up not having enough business expenses for it to be manageable because as someone who runs a fully online business with minimal systems, I don't think my monthly expenses exceed like $500. So it definitely wouldn't make sense for me, even in that standpoint. I'm expecting that to grow as my business grows, but we're just a little baby business right now. So don't have enough expenses in order to even make that worthwhile. 
Absolutely. And then on the flip side over here, we have thousands of dollars of expenses a month. So definitely worth having a credit card and paying for things that you're already going to have to be paying for and getting rewarded for it. And then the third thing to keep tabs on is your payroll. And so Hannah and I wanted to bring this because Hannah has employees that she pays. I have a contract worker that I pay. They look very different. My contract worker, we have a system set up where I just pay her once every quarter and that's what works. Awesome. And then for me in a W-2 employee model, which PS, I am a W-2 of my own group practice as well. We have a payroll system set up where we pay every two weeks. We have all the things in place for health insurance, 401k, all that good stuff. And we have systems to where invoices are submitted, payroll is lined up, paydays are on certain days, all of that good stuff, which is really important to have a system around to make sure the money's in the bank, people are getting paid in time, and that your cash flow is okay. Do you are you comfortable sharing? Do you use a system like Gusto to pay? Oh, we love Gusto. We'll oh, drop my link. Yes. Yep. We'll drop my link in the show notes, unless you have a link. As I well. don't. No, oh, I don't use Gusto. All right. So just a uh, full disclosure. If you use my link, I'll get a little kickback and you get a little kickback. But I literally love Gusto. Gusto, please sponsor us. I tell all my business coaching clients to use it. It's like a one-stop shop for payroll. So easy as far as systems. We've been able to integrate everything that we offer our team in there. And it is just so beautiful. I'm like, wow, uh, this is a company that's doing it right and making it to where people who aren't trained traditionally in business or having employees, it makes it so easy. And so not only do we run our payroll, but we can track PTO, we can track HSA, we can do benefits. It is fantastic. So I highly recommend Gusto. It makes it easy to build a system. Love that. It really does it all. I have gotten paid through Gusto, but I haven't paid anyone through Gusto. So love that it can do all of that. So if we had to summarize this little mini-sode, three ways to keep tabs on your business, making sure you have some way to track your expenses, whether it's as simple as a Google Sheets or something a little more complex like QuickBooks or hiring a bookkeeper, figuring out if having a credit card is right for you in your business, and making sure you have systems in place for payroll if you have employees. And we'd love to hear what we missed. So what is a money management question you have or a system that's really important to your business? Let us know. Thanks for listening to the Weight Inclusive Innovators podcast. If you like what you hear, subscribe to our podcast to add us to your queue every week. Please leave us a rating and review and share with a friend to help us reach more weight inclusive business owners who could use support and pep talks. We'll see you next week. Bye.